episode of Living Life with Passion and Purpose. On today's episode, I am going to be talking about um, something that is very personal to me and very dear to my heart. I have my notes here so that I don't miss all the points that I wanted to touch on. The topic for today is intimate partner violence or domestic violence. What is domestic violence? Willful intimidation, physical assault, sexual assault, emotional, psychological, and mental abuse as part of a systemic pattern of power and control by one intimate partner against another. This is a person who constantly is trying to maintain power and control. Domestic violence affects people from every single community, regardless of age, race, economic status, sexual orientation, gender, religion, nationality, or education level. The frequency and severity of domestic violence can vary dramatically. Many women have died at the hands of their partners. I was having a conversation with a woman who told me that her husband was a great father to their four children and paid all the bills and took care of the family financially. He was extremely cruel to her, had isolated her from all her friends and family and only allowed her to go to work. And whenever she wanted to go anywhere else, he had to accompany her. She said to me, at least he doesn't hit me. Hmm. Pandaka Rorwa, I was in a similar situation where I ended up isolated from my family and friends. It happened gradually over time that I didn't even realize it until I realized I was pretty much alone. I opened up to an older woman who had been married for over 30 years. And what she said to me was, Manangu, this was Varumi. With time, Acha zoma chua oso kura. Iwe chingo shingirira. Musham kazi. You have to do what you have to do for the sake of your kids. Usa puta musha wako. Shicha naka chete. Chingo garauri pamabvi. Ungo shingirira. And then I said, ah, Dongo shingirira. Ko what about? Vamwe vaskana vaina. Vanoswera wachifona kumba kwedu. Vachi... What about that? I have seen Kutitaka lose a whole generation to Zimbabwe from AIDS. Sakandongo garanti chungo shingiri randi chitu murumu wangu wacha zuma And her response to me was, Tese taka banako kumwanangu. But at the end of the day, he comes home to you, doesn't he? Chiva, the good wife that you can be, the best wife that you can be to him. Ladies, I know for anybody that has been in a similar situation, you understand. Or for anyone that is going through it right now, you have probably heard a variation of this advice. First of all, 
let me say that our culture's notion keeps a lot of us women trapped in unhappy marriages with partners that are not willing to put in the time and the effort necessary for a successful marriage. It doesn't matter how much you're putting into your relationship. You could be doing everything to be the very best wife that you possibly can. But when your partner is not willing to put in the effort and the time and the energy required, it's not going to work. Both part, both parties have to bring their whole game to the table. Marriage is not 50-50. Marriage is 100% and 100% all the time. So no, working together to make it work. Second point, I hear women saying, I'm staying for the sake of my kids. Have you ever thought of the harm that is being caused to your children by being in such an unhealthy environment? For me, I didn't want my daughter growing up thinking it was okay to be mistreated by your partner or for my son growing up and thinking it's okay to mistreat women. So no, leave the kids out of this. You're not staying for the kids. You have your other reasons for staying, but don't put the kids in this. And on that notion of sons, of mothers and sons, that's mm, kind don't get me started on that. The more I talk to other women who have gone through what I've gone through, who are survivors of domestic violence, um, who are from my culture, I realized that somehow, somewhere, we as Zimbabwean mothers, we fail our sons. It's like we somehow have got to this point where we raise our kids without teaching them responsibility and accountability. And basically, to notice, women should be catering to them. So we end up with these broken boys who become broken men who cannot be good husbands because of the way they are raised by their mothers. So mothers, we have a responsibility to our children, to our sons, to, to teach them how to be good men so they can grow to be good husbands. Another thing is I hear people saying, He's a great father, but is he really a great father if he mistreats his wife or the mother of his children? Does that make him a great father? Hmm. I don't think so. Number four, Vakad Zindaport. You have to be financially independent so that you can take care of yourself and your children if you have to. Oftentimes, the abusive partner uses money to control the other. But if you have mariako, you don't have to worry about because you can take care of the kids by yourself. If he tries to say if even though even if more money than you that's a way of controlling you because as a mother you want to provide what's best for your children. And if your income is going to be cut significantly and he's not going to be providing for the children, I can understand why some women say, well, I have to stay so my children can continue to have the kind of quality of life that they had before. 
but is it truly worth it? So financial independence is a must. Number five, emotional, psychological, and mental abuse to me was worse than the physical abuse. Physical wounds heal and they're visible. So you see it and you realize it. But these are the forms of abuse. You can't see them and they take intention, effort, and a long time to heal. Because it's not like you don't go start some mirror and you see these bruises and it registers in your mind that you're being abused. That I see one who has seen a physical abuse, finding it much more difficult to leave because those are the same people who will be saying, ah, but at least I'm the role. And we try to make it seem like just because I was Kuroa, it's not abuse. Well, it is abuse. And to me, it's even worse abuse. Number six, low self-esteem and low self-worth plagued me. I have talked to a friend who also confirmed that their self-esteem and self-worth were at their lowest point while entrapped in this situation. For example, I was a 21-year-old mother of two. I also realized later on that he always accused me of cheating because that was what he was doing. So he was projecting on me, which led me to think that something was wrong with me. Nekuti, he had to go So at that young age, I'm lacking. And the visual cycle of low self-esteem feeds itself. It wasn't until I was going through the healing process that I realized, nah, this is not me. There's something wrong with him. But when you are in it, it's so easy to finger kuti diwone problem, and you start wondering kuti chich never mula kazi chausi Living an abusive relationship, especially when you have children, is so difficult. Support is critical. I was blessed to have a supportive family that helped me. I know others are far away from home, maybe even in another country. This is when your close friends become crucial. It is one of the hardest things you'll ever do in your life. I tell women that I help that you have to have a solid escape plan. The most dangerous time for a woman's life is when she tries to leave. Oftentimes it takes multiple attempts to leave. I tried to leave three different times. One time my ex-husband took the kids and he told me I'll never see the kids again. So obviously after a while and I realized he was serious, I went back. So it's not easy. And people who are controlling will find ways to, to keep you under their thumb. And the minute that you try to leave, you can be in severe danger. We've seen people that you would have never suspected, like the woman in Toronto, family medicine doctor, who was killed by her neurosurgeon husband. These are people who are educated. And they know that 
wasinapa mmesu pakanaka kana kuti ah asi anga anga ari munhu asingaite no that's not even it it can touch you ikoko kwauri whether wakadzitsa whether unemari it does not discriminate This episode is for that one woman who is in an abusive relationship or marriage and feels stuck. You are not alone. For the woman who is now picking up the pieces after leaving, know that there is sunshine after the storm. You will heal and you will be happy again. It's so difficult to find yourself outside your identity as a partner or spouse to someone else, especially when you've been together for so long. Take this time to get to know yourself and what you like. Discover your passions again. Remember when passion meets purpose, you will find true fulfillment in your life. You will find your reason for being on this earth. You are not at fault for the demise of your relationship. You are worthy. You are strong. You are brave. And most of all, you are enough. I was a victim of domestic violence. I am a survivor. You too can be a survivor and you can live the life of your dreams, happy, fulfilled, loved and in love if you choose, healthy and striving. Once you get to the other side of it, it is beautiful. Yes, you will get there. Again, you are strong. You are brave. You are enough. Thank you for listening. Please share with your friends, especially women in Zimbabwe. Thank you.